You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we're talking about how joyous it is in Chicago. Oh, yeah. They're having a good time again. They got new <laughs> ownership. Uh, everything's new. It's uh, very nice to see. Also, the rumors out of Miami. is uh, Are we going to get some uh, little, little uh, messies out is, there? Is it going to be messy? It's going to be messy. Much. In the second segment, we talked to Felipe Cardenas. That's right, Cardenasty. You'll see why we're calling him that. Also, we talk a little bit about fans walking out and what our opinion on that. You know, and pizza comes up and we tell you what pizza should be illegal. That is... <laughs> And more on this episode of the Cooligans! Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yes! Second week in a row on television. We have not been canceled yet. Okay, all right. How does that feel, baby? Hey, Fubo, make put a countdown clock right there. (laughs) Let's get a ticker, huh? Let's just put a dash every time. We don't get fired. (laughs) uh, But put that dash in before we walk in so we know, you know? Uh, No, so uh, this is, uh, thank you for joining us uh, again today. Hello, uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yes, it is. And I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians uh, that host the funniest soccer show on television that you have ever seen. It's the funniest soccer television show. It's the funniest soccer podcast with the two funniest soccer people. Okay. What more do you need? All right. Thank you for reading our resume. Yeah. yeah. Under special (laughs) skills, it says, ha ha. You know what I mean? Not bad. Uh, But we're not also, uh, we're not just the funniest soccer show that you've ever listened to. We've done this 200 times. Come on. (laughs) You know we're the gulliest soccer show That's in the right. world it says it right, right there right on his shirt uh on, that so official cool against merch I, making it you know. making it on okay. camera okay <laughs> okay know. well you got to fix the sleeve alexis oh, well i do that on purpose hold on a second. okay yeah, did you shower you know this it's, morning it's a cool against logo did i shower this morning <laughs> of course i did not you know ew <laughs> showering then my must goes away you know? oh that's right yes everyone appreciate <laughs> appreciates it here yeah, people uh, like yo alexis why are those cats following you now you know no. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not, and cats are not just dudes, you know? These are actual felines. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yo, what are those dudes? <laughs> no, those are cats. <laughs> no, no, do- cats, dogs. I'm allergic too, so like, yo, get away from me. You know what I mean? So, uh, yes, we're we're happy to be Once ba- again, people are watching going, are you sure this is a soccer show? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. It will be, eventually. So, thank you for, for watching. Our first week on uh, on Fubo, has, uh, Fubo Sports Network has been great. We've had a great time. Yeah. We were uh, on. The fans had a great time. Uh, we were on Drinks with Binks. Yes, we uh, on were. On Julie Stewart Binks' show. Got a little got a little tipsy. Okay, well, well you you if it's the first episode, you yeah. bring the Cooligans on and you bring alcohol. <laughs> right? You bring brown liquor especially. Right, you got that dark liquor. You're you know asking, what's going to happen. You're asking for trouble. I become mean on that dark liquor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I become my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wait like I got a problem, yo. That's right. That's where he gets it from. Okay. You thought this was from somebody else in the family? No, it's from Abuela. She ain't that sweet. She's been through a lot. Okay. We, okay. We, you know, some people have different types of Abuelas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Will, some of them get hugged. Not mine. Not mine. Not at all. Okay. She's like, drink your 151 and go to bed. <laughs> I'm seven. 
Hey, you're going to have to learn something. <laughs> well, you lost at the dice game, so now you go to bed. <laughs> so, uh, but we did have a good time. This has been an incredible experience it's so far uh, at FUBA. And, and it's only going to grow. The, the, the show is going to just like, what, you know, evolve and, 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 and just be more and more fun week after week. So we, we can only say thank you so much for tuning into our first week. And we had, I, I don't think we, we, we don't know how to do TV yet, right? No, because we have no idea. In the first episode of the show, we didn't even mention that we're on twice a week. Yeah, we forgot to mention that we're uh, it's, it's on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. So you can watch us both days. Exactly. And it's pretty it, great. Know, also, we're replayed a lot. Yeah. That, that, so you put on football sports <laughs> network. You either see our ugly faces or Julie Stewart. Picks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And every once in a while, you see like a documentary about a guy who lost a foot playing golf <laughs> or something weird. Right, but for the most part, like the programming <laughs> on the show on the channel is like that's not up to us. No, all right, but we were I- lead, the lead in our first ever episode was a guy with a with a robotic hand <laughs> and a dude whose foot leg was almost snapped in half. What are we doing? <laughs> you want to help us out a little bit? It was football that, sports now. I mean, look, it can only get better from yeah, there, right? It'll look, cheer you up a little bit. Like, let's just show them real tragedy, so we don't get any complaints about the Cooligans. <laughs> Yeah, one guy's like, I'll never play football again. The other guy's like, ah, it's got a mind of its own. And then us. Yes. Is that a sports show or like a short circuit? Yeah. <laughs> Those locals kick your ass in the outer cooligans, everybody. Whoa, I swear we get to the soccer. Uh, no, this is this is it, right? This is the the, the purpose of this show. This is why mm-hmm. the show exists. Uh, so we can have fun and, and enjoy soccer at the same time. That's right. Uh, again, shout out to everybody. People... Uh, they they saw our new set. And, and so we were repping with the with the scarves. Yeah, and they so were like, it yo, was, we're gonna send you all the scarves. We, we would get two reactions. We would get like, oh, cool. You know, my my supporters uh, club is uh, is there. My supporters yeah. group is is represented. Uh, some were like, yo, why ain't my supporters group represented? Right. I gave you a scarf. Yeah. In Remember 2016. That? Remember that seven years ago? <laughs> we gave you a scarf. We got that. And, and we then got- we got the third one, which was like, yo, why is that trash team up there? <laughs> it's like, so, Jesus. Like this, this, all, the whole set is just is here to upset people. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's the upset. <laughs> Can we can we zoom in on the disappointment on Christian? It, it has to, at least at least it, I, I would say it'll happen once per show, but it's no, not no, just no, once. No. It'll happen again. No, I'm also feeling myself, so it might just keep happening. Uh, but we have. Uh, but thank you to one of the other reactions where people being like, "Yo, I'm gonna send you some stuff," and yeah. and it's got not only in our in our last studio. I would complain that it was getting a little out of hand. Right. The the amount of things that people were sending. And I us. would tell you there's no such thing. And now it's uh it is at an astronomical level. Of- yeah, now there's a pile. <laughs> there's a pile. We the, feel bad. The studio, everybody at the studio is like, all right, we're gonna have to like, I guess, uh yeah. build an addition to the studio. Yeah. Who to- went to IKEA? Oh no? <laughs> oh, these are <laughs> these are for unboxing. So, but no, we of course we appreciate it. Thank you so Let's much. Let's go third episode a week, unboxing episode. <laughs> We'll throw that up on Wednesdays, maybe. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah, maybe. I'm that- sure you can find a snuff film to play before it. <laughs> uh, a little bit, bit more chipper. Than- yeah, you know, we really build them back up, you know? But again, thank you so much uh, to all, all, for all the support. And and we have, uh, I, I feel like this should have a name. I was thinking of like... Uh, the maybe a like a supporter tree or scarf tree or something like that. You know, this, this, it, this supporter tree sounds weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
All right. Well, the the the, the tree of jerseys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Well, thank you. Shouts to Edgewater Castle. Yeah, shout out to Edgewater Castle. Rep, getting represented on uh, on whatever this is called. Uh, also, shouts to the fans who show us love. We want to show you love back. We got Rathbone Montalban. Ooh. Don't know if that's a real name, but it should be. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like an uncle of yours. Yo, I want the whole government on the back of a jersey. He <laughs> put brilliant five stars. I laughed. I cried. I laughed, cried. I ate a whole pizza to restore some emotional balance to my life. And that was just what the first that was just the first podcast I listened to. Look at that. Also, we're a show now. So watch it and order yourself another pizza, baby. <laughs> yeah. Sports Network. What's and, up? and that's another reminder for, for people uh that are watching on, on Football Sports Network. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, if the, the pod the show is still in podcast form, so you could always uh, listen to that. So so, so leave a review on the on iTunes and we'll just read it on the television show. We're merging both worlds. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Synergy, my guy. <laughs> that is right. Synergy, my, my guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just breaking in real quick. We got uh, an ad from our sponsor. Yeah, oh, SeatGeek, baby. Seeking. They can't stay away from us. That, that's right. This, it is, uh, they, they, they leave us weird voicemails. <laughs> They're like, yo, we need more of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, SeatGeek, if you guys ever need to get uh, tickets, a, a couple of these remaining MLS uh, playoff matches. Also, maybe or maybe you want to go to um, the NWSL game uh, between Sky Blue and the Orlando Pride. We're just going to at Rebel Arena. What is happening at Rebel Arena again? Yeah. And the second time. So that's uh, super cool for, for Sky Blue. Uh, I believe that's September 29th that that, yeah. that game is happening. So use the SeatGeek app to get tickets to that game. Did you say Orlando Rain? You meant Orlando Pride. I said Orlando Pride. Did you? I heard Rain. All right. Well, nonetheless, you could go get a ticket to either one. Uh, get Bring that an on umbrella. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but SeatGeek has it all. All you have to do is download their app. They actually give it to you in like these color coded things so you know if what you're getting is a good deal or not. They've got uh, what? Comedy. They've got uh, tickets it's the theater Concerts, all this stuff yeah Concerts. i was actually just using it because i i was uh trying to get tickets to go see tool okay uh, i was gonna buy them just like on Ticketmaster and stuff like that but they sold out in seconds a lot of red that was uh, very furious yeah but i went out sea geek and there were already a couple of there uh for sale so i'm like uh, now i know i won't have to miss the concert well that's what sea geek does they aggregate all the other ticket sellers so you don't have to do all that research on your own so just get the sea geek app and guess what they're gonna give you ten dollars off your first order if you say cool brought you there exactly so well, don't, whisper don't the app. <laughs> well, or type it use the promo code if yeah. you whisper i don't know what the results it will might be. not happen you know those people who talk into the screen and not the mic you know how annoying that is that's how you'll look if okay. you say cool you're gonna look like you're, you're chirping to your next tell you look dumb that's a wrong era my guy so go ahead put in cooligans get ten dollars off your first order you could thank us later one thing i want to make sure that we uh talk about is uh that it's the beginning of hispanic heritage month that's right of course. All right. I I, 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 it's I know so what you're thinking. Wait, it's the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month in the middle of a month? What is up with that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Look, I've got complaints. Okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll do it from 115 to the other 15. We'll call it. I mean, technically, we, it's a we month. Have thir- we have, a, uh, you know, 30 days. Right. Uh, but it's not It's not at the beginning. of. It's just a little strange. It's well, why ridiculous. Is, why is it pos- positioned in this particular National way? Hot Dog Day is a thing. There's National Double Cheeseburger Day. They get an actual day. It, start, it doesn't start at 6 p.m. <laughs> it's a it's a midnight at midnight. You know what I mean? Yes. We can't get a month. Okay. Well, I mean, there, there's, I'm sure there was one available, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's 12 to choose from. Is there another, um, uh, you know, like a, a holiday that it goes only 15 days that we couldn't like, you know, overlap? No. I hate it. It's like when the sports seasons, when you have to be like, remember what happened in 03, 04? You have to put two of them together. Yeah. Just just give me one. Guys. Give me one. Make it easy. <laughs> so uh, this is always exciting, but because I, I think, uh, you know, for for the next 
uh, 30 days in between these two months, we will do our best to inc- try to include some more uh, Latinofy it up. You know, what I'm, I'm sure saying? they're wondering, like, where else could you fit it in? You know, <laughs> you know, some people may be asking, isn't it always Hispanic yeah. Heritage Month with you it guys? It is on this show, baby. <laughs> so, get, so get used to it, guys. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's uh, let's start talking some American soccer because. Uh, a, a lot of things happened in just uh, in just the last few days, but the Chicago Fire, right? Uh, the Chicago Fuegos. Now yeah, it's yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month. I don't make the rules. Chicago Fuego. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's who you are now. Pa que entiende. Yeah, right. Okay, so Chicago encendido. Uh, uh, Chicago. <laughs> 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 right, uh, <laughs> fuego. fuego. <laughs> so uh, the Chicago Fire uh, officially have new ownership, uh, and this we already knew but they will be moving to soldier field uh that which was already reported but this was the the they announced it all yes but the ownership change was the thing that was unexpected they also didn't mention anything about the name change none of the fans were upset that it might go to chicago city sc or fc yes uh i had heard um the new owner uh, joe mansueto on extra time he was actually saying that he was he's a, a huge fan of the name and he 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 didn't say definitively that they weren't going to change it, but right. he would like to keep it. So that's a pretty good sign that the, if the owner wants to keep the name, yeah. But that's like a political answer. I'm a big fan, you know, and it's gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hate putting but a bullet also, in its head. He also you know? <laughs> it's a political, guy, but he also spent four hundred million dollars to you know buy the team, uh, right? Uh, you know to keep, keep take full ownership of. Oh, the I'm team. not saying he can do it. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah. four hundred million. All right. Yeah. Name it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't believe. I feel like the fans won't be upset if they go with the Chicago Cooligans. The, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like so many fans would be upset. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. I feel like everyone would be behind it. I feel it. like maybe the eight people we know in Chicago <laughs> will be totally cool with it. I mean, just think about it. Just let it, just put it out there, plant the seed. You never know what's going to sure. happen. I mean, it's not, it's not a crazy name for, mm-hmm. uh, for a team, right? Cooligans FC. There, there's, there, there, there's a, I had just seen a, a profile of um, Flat Earth FC. Did you see? Remember, yes, Flatter FC, which is the the team in uh, in Spain. I don't know what city in Spain. I think it's in Barcelona or it's something. a third division team. Yeah, it went with Flat Earth, Flat Earth. And if you haven't seen this team, uh, I mean, they're, they're a real team, they're right? Actually, real. And they they're all their supporters. Uh, you know, the narrative is about how the Earth is flat, and they right. really talk about it. So like clearly, the team doesn't fly anywhere and look out the window. <laughs> It's <laughs> a cool thing about them. Okay, they refuse to do it. Um, so uh, yeah, so th- th- I, there's there there are crazier names uh, than uh, you know the Chicago. But are there crazier fans? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is exciting news uh, because you know we have a uh, you know we we did the World Cup comedy tour show in in, uh, in Chicago. We've always had a great time. Yeah, there. Chicago's a great city. Chicago Fire fans been around. We you also know? went to the MLS All Star Game in Soldier Field, and it was wonderful. It's yes. a wonderful venue. Here's the problem: huge. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid sold it out. No offense, Chicago Fire, right? Different team. How do you think? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I want to go on record. How do you point that out? Because <laughs> it, is a, it is a different it is club. Slightly yeah. different. I think it's really the only difference is that the jerseys are a different color. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Outside of that, pretty much top to bottom. Negligible, really. <laughs> but uh, are you not? I mean, they even mentioned it in the, in the uh, thing that they're sort of looking forward to see 
how much the fan base can grow when they get there, which is another sign for, yo, this place is going to look wild empty <laughs> if y'all don't show up. Please, please show up to this yo, game. Yeah, you need to create them Facebook event invites. I am maybe Eventbrite. ASAP. You know? <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> ASAP, but you know. You as soon oh, oh possible. <laughs> uh, but I'm happy for uh, the, the fire. I think, um, it, yes, it, it is, is it going to be challenging? Yes, but is it, was, would staying in Bridgeview would have caused a, a, a lot of other issues? They paid 65 million to get out. Sure. Damn. Okay, yeah. That's, that's like a, that's like the Bezos divorce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, he's much more wealthy than that. I, if you said 65 million, you'd be like, oh, that's it? <laughs> Hold on, I looked at it in a glove wow, compartment. You got out easy, dog. Yeah, damn, son. <laughs> Yo, I, could, I could get that to you like prime two days if you want. <laughs> I guess I guess it's not even worth it. Love is not even worth it. Yeah, you know. So. She's like, I want 65 million. Did you not even love me? <laughs> that's it? That's a pretty good deal. So, uh, but I, I'm happy for them. I think uh, uh, I like seeing uh, the Chicago Fire fan base just excited about something. And, yeah. and we saw and they and they uh, they had, uh, I believe, a four nil win against FC Dallas. Like the energy. Yeah. It's, and look, hey, half the fans aren't banned from Soldier Field, which is great. Right. Right? <laughs> the band doesn't hold. Shouts to you That's guys. Old stuff, Alexis. Bring up the old stuff that they figured all all yeah, that stuff they out. They strained it out. Uh, the other thing I wanted to uh, talk about real quick was uh, the the rumors out of um, uh, Miami. Uh, oh, Miami. Miami. Okay. Uh, you know uh, they keep it. They keep it a hundred for uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. <laughs> Club Internacional de Football, Miami Coño. <laughs> says it on the it says it on the crest. Yeah, says, Coño. I, I protested against it. I'm like, you don't even need this part, but like, cool. They're uh, like, why don't we just put Ño? <laughs> keep but, it a hundred, Miami. Uh, but no, the the fact that uh, David Beckham has been uh, traveling over Europe, looking up, right? Uh, you know, watching players. He's just like proposition <laughs> players. Probably not the way I should have said it. Now that I said I'm it, sure out this loud. is probably a classier way to do it. Uh, but no. <laughs> He's uh, just looking at the talent out there, right? yeah, because and then um, one of the names that popped up uh, is Lionel Messi. That's that's the name. That's the name. I yeah. mean, there's no bigger name. Uh, right. uh, but the, the the interesting thing about this is that he was uh, uh, the, the a lot of his quest- contract. Yeah, the, the questions about Messi in Barcelona are now coming up, and then the fact that the rumors about Miami. I'm like, all right. But he also said he's got he could leave on a free whenever he wants as long as he does it before June okay. or something like that every year. He could leave for free. Oh, well, good deal. Wherever he goes, wherever he wants. Which Beckham is like, that happens to fix the MLS budget. You know what I mean? If I look at the math. The schedule also, yeah. I think we can make something work. Yeah, I feel like the math alone uh, fits exactly what we're looking for. So uh, it would be unbelievable. If and they happened. clearly know each other. You know what I mean? They're two big names, right? Messi would probably love to play for him. You know, sure. I don't. I'm here to speculate, dog. I don't know. Yeah, dude, let's make it messy. <laughs> Lionel Messi. Right. Okay, I think I. I see what you did there. I, I, you know, <laughs> that one was also for free. I. <laughs> I mean, there's. I'm excited about it. I'm excited for the opportunity to watch him play in MLS. I am. I don't care how old he is. Put him out there in a walker. <laughs> wow, I, you might. This is a different league. I think you want to watch. I don't know why the senior, like the PGA, the SPGA tour. We got the SMLS. Let's go. 
broken hips left and well, right. Well, they do have those uh those like legend games, right? And those uh, they, some of the players can get pretty old, right? When you watch like the Manchester United legends go up yeah. against uh whoever. Paul yeah. Skull's out there limping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a couple weeks ago, didn't Paul Skull's just uh get have, like an, an incredible pass? Yeah, uh, at that in some legends game, or whatever. But I love it when these guys do that. They do something incredible, and you know, and they're like in their fifties, and then but it's it's the nineteen year old fans that are still criticizing them, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they still they give them that twenty nineteen energy, uh, and it's you're just being mean to an old person. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> I think what is it? Vincent Company just had his testimonial game. Okay, and he was injured. He couldn't even play in his own testimonial game. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, okay. Well, it, hey, it happens. Yeah. I, I, and he's not even that old. No, but he pulled, <laughs> he injured himself preparing for the game, which is like, bruh, magic spray, injection, <laughs> get out there. What are you worried about the next game? It's not happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is, uh, uh, yeah. But, well, they should do that thing they do for dogs where it's like that little thing with the wheels. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's just got his leg in a cast, put wheels around it, like sure. just a rollerblade. <laughs> hey, Vinti, go 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 and mark Eric Cantona <laughs> in your little yeah. in your Cantona's little. in the corner writing poems. <laughs> just your, oh, your your little wheelchair for your ankle. <laughs> He's got the cone. I didn't need this. I'm not gonna lick the injury. I'm, I'm not Luis Suarez. Yeah. I'm not gonna bite anybody. <laughs> You're going too far. <laughs> so lots of stuff happening in American soccer. It's not just us getting gifts and stuff and all this other great stuff. Although thank you for everything you guys. Even though that is the uh, most important. Yeah, no, I mean, priorities, right? That's what we do in the first <laughs> block. But no, uh, you know, there was a, a slew of wonderful games. Yes. And uh, things are starting to get hot. The playoffs are starting soon. Yes. Uh, but we have to acknowledge uh, somebody's birthday. Oh, we got we got a, we got it's a birthday. birthday. Not, it is not your birthday. And it's not your birthday. No, and our birthdays are a day apart. So yeah. we would, uh, So we, then why are we acknowledging we anybody would. else's? They're not important. <laughs> Fang. Yeah. We got to give a shout out to Fang, the uh, the Philadelphia Union Fang. Uh, snake with arms. Snake with arms and legs. Non-binary. Shouts to Fang. OK. <laughs> OK. Just a snake. Just saying. All right. No more questions. All right. Everybody stop right there. All right. This ain't a dating app. <laughs> all right. You swipe wherever you want to swipe. Yeah. Okay. Swipe up. Swipe down. Guess what? You get a mascot. You know? uh, but no, this, it's been a, a, a year since uh, Fang hatched. Uh, and Came ripping out of an egg, scaring children. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, but now everyone is, has grown to, yeah. to, to love Now Fang. we love them. Okay. At first. A little scared. <laughs> Remember the Pelicans mascot that was like Pierre? It was like all freaking all the kids out, so they oh, changed the face. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. But they didn't have to do that with Fang. No, everybody loves him. Fang doesn't need a rebrand just yet. No, not yet. <laughs> he doesn't need mascot surgery. It's like plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs> I don't know. Mascot reassignment surgery? Mascot reassignment surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. <laughs> I wonder if Gritty. Gritty showed up for his birthday. You saw That's that? That's right. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah. couple of mascots. I mean, there were a lot of there. Uh, Philadelphia is known for that, uh, so that, that that's cool. They get a lot of so. Shout out to Fang. All right, so well, we have to talk about a, a, a game that happened uh, last week. This was LA Galaxy against Colorado. Everybody, everybody's been uh, pretty concerned for uh, LA Galaxy uh, because of, they might miss the playoffs. Because they have again. they have what eighteen DPS, uh, yeah. and they still can't seem to get above <laughs> yeah. the playoff line, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Pavone, one of the greatest players in South America, just shows up for seven dollars and fifty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, I'll get get me a Metro card. And, <laughs> you know, could I just get like, I don't know, put twenty five dollars in my Uber account, <laughs> and we good. We'll be right? good. I I'll will, play for your team. I'll take my talents out there. Yeah. Um, but no, 
Uh, they uh, Allegaski lost two to one to Colorado, which is I mean again Robin Frazier's been just kind of brought some energy Completely to that. Completely changed the club. R- really cool. Um, but this is nobody necessarily expects the Colorado Rapids, even though they ha- they've been on a pretty good run, to make it to the playoffs. But LA Galaxy, the the the, the you know the standard should be higher, especially with the level of uh cap- the caliber players that they have. But we have to talk about. But there uh, are forty five points, seventh place, which is the last playoff place, is forty three. Yeah. So none of this is set in stone. Yeah, here. it is crazy tight up yeah. in the Western Conference, right? Sporting Kansas City still has a shot. Colorado Rapids at 36 points still has a shot. Anything is possible. But there was a great moment uh, at the end of the game between uh, Colorado and L.A. where Slotown was just like stoically walking out off the field. Yeah. And, and apparently two fans got on the got on the field. Yes. One of them goes to talk to Slotown. Completely busts his ass, slides past him. <laughs> yeah, he we're literally looking- falls and then just slides past him. Right, we're looking at it now, and and it's uh, look just- at him. Right, he makes a turn and then whoop falls. It's a great. We're used to sort of seeing this in Europe. This happens all the time. You have uh, remember the one guy who punched the player in the face and then uh, was a Grealish and then he went and scored. The game winner? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, in the championship. Yeah, uh, at, at when Villa, uh, the, the Millwall. I don't know. Some dude who looks like, you know, he's ACDC, like one of those guys, <laughs> just like wearing the paper boy hat. Yeah. I mean, look, realistically, you don't want to see it, right? You don't want fans. Anyone who looks like ACDC, we don't want to see it. <laughs> well, you don't want uh, fans to be running out on, on the pitch, putting themselves in. Where's security at? I mean, look- although one dude got a nice tackle. He fake left. Took the dude right out, right as he was getting the slots on. Bah, <laughs> but there was the 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 footage that we're showing you now is not the exact one, but the LA Galaxy on Twitter they had show they had shown one it on in slow motion and slow motion, and this is when it's like it is is absolutely beautiful because it does look like Zlatan. He it, looks, he puts his hands up and does. the guy falls, so it looks like he uses the force. He's it like, just, "Do not touch me!" And the guy's like, Whoa! "Just collapses." Yeah. Zlatan's energy was just mm-hmm. you know was was it's his ego. His confidence is <laughs> yeah. like. You can't get you can't break through the aura. Hey, he's a black belt. You know, maybe <laughs> they know some stuff we don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, but just a, a, a cool, uh, just it's just another uh, like you know viral video or or whatever. But just but this action, just like fans kind of jumping on the field because it wasn't just. Um, uh, the fans themselves. Although in Europe, Messi would have hugged them. Neymar Andre, would have hugged them. Andre Shinyashiki, who plays for the Colorado Rapids, he's the one who's, I think he scored the two goals. He's uh, the one who came up to try to it, give him the thing. And so, Slatan won't even look at there him. There was just so many things happening. Yeah. The f- fans running up to him. In slow motion, it looks even better. And then yeah. Shinyashiki is like trying to get a swap jersey. Slatan's like, get this child away from me. <laughs> get this blonde haired boy away. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He dyed his entire face blonde. It's a little scary. We need to, uh, let's do a, a quick uh, little recap on what happened in England, right? We have. We have, uh, you know, European have teams, to? teams in England that we we like to watch from time to time. Uh, that make us sad on the weekends. Yeah, definitively, yeah. without a doubt. I, I I turn on. I'm like, let me watch this everything game to play against Bournemouth. I'm like, this. I have zero expectations. I can picture you, right? You're all childlike, getting geared up. You've got your <laughs> you got RC. You got your Everton shirt. You got your Everton mug. Yeah. Holding your Everton stuffed teddy bear. You know, sometimes sometimes a I stuffed w- toffee. I don't know what it is. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, how, how much emotional investment should I really have? I'm not from there, you know, but I've invested in the club, right? I I bought like three, four jerseys, right? All right. The next step is for us to go out there. That is, we the just got to go watch. That the is game. the next step. But Arsenal, 
They uh, uh, <laughs> a tale of two halves <laughs> because the you know Arsenal Twitter is definitely a little bit more active than Everton Twitter. So I watch. It's a bit more angry, you know. It's a bit more uh, you know explosive. Okay, cynical maybe. <laughs> you know, I I look. I watched the game and I was very upset for most of it. Yeah. Um. I don't even think it was really a tale of two halves. Look, Everton. I'm Jesus Christ. Arsenal looked. Pretty bad in the first half, but magically we were still up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somehow some of their shots missed. We gave up 31 shots. Yes. Arsenal played Watford, by the way. Watford. I was just about to say, we gave up 31 shots to Watford. 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 What for? (laughs) What for we even played this game? I mean, it was embarrassing. And they didn't even have like Troy Deeney. Like, it was just embarrassing to watch. Like, at some point, I think Unai Emery was like, don't even, just don't even defend. I think we're going to confuse them. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought David Luiz was, was supposed to fix everything, right? <laughs> because, uh, he got new hair, new teeth. He wasn't focusing on the... <laughs> he might have to. He might have more time for his look because he might get fired. They're saying he might get fired. David Luiz will get fired? No, what not David Luiz. I'm talking about Unai Emery. Unai Emery. I'm like, you, how do you, yeah. you fire a player? <laughs> Buddy, the players are going to start getting fired. <laughs> the players- David Luiz actually looked great. He was he was trying to cover for everyone else. I think that there's a big that, mistake. What was that mistake? What was that uh, from uh, Leno, right? What was that? <sighs> All right. That goalkeeping gap. But yo, Obama Yang, who retweeted us, got a brace. So let's talk about that. <laughs> That's you know what right. I mean? He did, he did look good. Uh, but we're excited. Uh, to- oh, when did he retweet us, actually? When we were in Charlotte, right? That's, that is correct. That's yeah. Right. So this is what was. Look, what a great. We can toss to this, guys. <laughs> right. Hey, look hey, at us. Pull doing, that right out of our butts. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing TV. Look at us. We're like pretty, pretty professional. <laughs> uh, we've gone way over the no, time we were supposed we to. We were in uh, Charlotte for the, the ICC's House of Soccer. This was the That's game. Right. We were the hosts. We, were the we hosts. weren't just there for it bro it was there for us and we got to uh hang out with the uh, arsenal fan tv while while we were there and that was pretty fun that's dope yeah everybody came out so we got to interview the arsenal players but just before that we got to hang out with arsenal fan tv so why don't you guys check that out you already know who these guys are ladies and gentlemen troops robbies i mean come on look at this it's good to be here man <laughs> it's good to be here. hot mad hot man okay. oh i mean look i'm i know i've watched i mean countless hours, probably hours of you guys and and your and your work uh, your intensity. What is it like to uh, one be here, be here in Charlotte, but also see what 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 Arsenal fans out here have to offer? Oh, it's amazing to be here. Um, we very lucky that we get to you know anywhere Arsenal go, we go. So okay. we've been around the world with Arsenal, but I always love coming to America, you know, because the number one is a, fan, a beautiful, fantastic country, but also the fans over here so passionate, so loyal, um, and the turnouts have been excellent. Both games that we've been to so far, great turnouts. And it just shows such, you know, what a big club we are. Right. How does it feel seeing something that started so small, just you holding a mic with a camera and a bunch of people just bitching about a soccer team? <laughs> we we don't know who. We're not talking about anybody but, in particular. But I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan. I've been since I was a kid. So I got to watch it. I was like, yo, I feel like this dude. And then another guy comes up. I'm like, what yeah. trash is this guy talking? Yeah. You know? How does it feel? And also to have inspired so many different things with the banners and with the, you know, the banger out and all the different stuff that, you guys are sort of the catalyst for a lot of that stuff. How does that feel to know that you changed the culture? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, so I'll, I'll throw to truth in a sec, but I don't want to, do want to talk. Nah, big man, you get me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, right? Like, uh, it's inc- for me personally, it's incredible. I still remember the first game we did, you know, and um, I had the idea and I thought to myself, you know, why has nobody ever talked to fans? Why do we always hear from everybody else apart from the most important people? which are fans, because if you haven't got fans, there's no football. You know, there'd be no point in putting this event on today if there's no fans. So, 
But we still come and collect the check. I have to pay my rent somehow. It doesn't say in our contract that people got to show up. Yeah, so, you know, we. I was just like, you know, we want to do it for the fans. And the first game I did, you know, I remember, like, people like, who are you guys? You know, not everybody wanted to talk. Um, but we still got a great response, and you know, to see where we started there to where it's come to now is absolutely incredible. And you know, some of the people that we've met along the way, some of the people like Troops has become, you know, he's walking around there now. Everybody knows who he is. You know, what I mean, it's amazing. And how does you? it feel? How does it feel to just have be a part of that culture? It's a blessing. It's like coming where I come from. You're not used to getting love. You get me. You're used to fighting for your life and not having to trust people. So when people are approaching me asking for pictures. At the start, I was like, what do you mean? You, you just mushing those <laughs> yeah, I was like, move from me, blood. <laughs> up out of here, Who's my this guy? guy? Like, I mean, yeah. like, is, is there like an ulterior motive? But then the love is just mad, bro. And yeah. to this day, like, I've been doing this for like, what, maybe three years now? I still don't get it, bro. I still, I'm, I'm just me. I'm a normal guy from London. I go to the games. I got my missions. I got my kids. She's Tottenham. But that's, that's, that's piss. You get me? <laughs> how did, how the did that happen? Opposites attract. You get me? She's a hot thing, so. How is it? Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I get my guy. She walks by and be like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, 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 when I see her in certain things, I'm like, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that cockerel don't really matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, nah, but like, it's just a blessing. And I just like thank everyone for like, supporting and helping us grow. And it's just a privilege. And you know, when you guys do what you do, you're a fan base thing. So you're in England, you think, all right, it's these folks that are out here outside of the game. You come out to America and everybody knows who you guys are. How does that, that must be a trip. It's oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Because like, you think to yourself, like, it took us 11 hours to get to our first destination, Las Vegas, on a plane yeah. that does 550 miles per hour at top speed, man. thousands of miles away, and these people know you. Man. It's yeah, weird, right. like you walk down this any street in the world, al- algebra and people problem. Will be like, I just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> one train leaves London. If, if two Arsenal <laughs> fans are moving at <laughs> the same time, like, <laughs> bro, for me, like it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like wherever we go in the world, we get this love, and it's just it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a I mean, it's same a thing happens to us, but only at pizza shops. All lot. We we'll put in the work. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Cheers, guys. TV Cooligans. Let's get it. Welcome back, guys. So we uh, uh, again shout out to uh, Troops and Robbie for yeah that was really dope of them. Thanks again for uh, hanging out with us. Yeah, that know? was awesome. Great Privilege was all theirs. Okay, yes, um, we're, wait, we're waiting for our thank you notes. Okay, and also <laughs> some of their millions of subscribers <laughs> to come over. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll take the latter to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we're good without. Well, I mean, whatever you want, we'll, you you decide. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Um, so, uh, so thank you again for that. That was uh, really cool, and we had a great time out in Charlotte. So the um, uh, I did want to talk about a couple. Uh, comments that were made by uh, you know some s- some of these European players, you know, Euro based players. Okay, these foreigners come coming in here with their good ideas, right? I <laughs> don't come in here with hey. these intelligent. Hey. We've been around for a while, <laughs> style ideas. Okay, you're making me feel insecure. <laughs> Yo, whoa, we just started, guys. We'll get there. So uh, let's start with Wayne Rooney because he did. Uh, he was asked in in an interview uh, just about his thoughts about the leagues, and he offered uh, this. Uh, tidbit about how he doesn't feel that uh, the American soccer player uh, is being paid enough. He feels like the wages should be increased. The the collective bargaining agreement uh, will be uh, negotiated once this season he is said over. He said that we, I feel that they deserve to get more money to stay in line with football in the rest of the world 
and in terms of American sports. So basically, he said in a very English way, yo, how come they're not getting that bag? <laughs> that that is know, a- they should be getting that bag, though. OK, well, why don't we have that translation on the screen? <laughs> Put that up. <laughs> <laughs> Why Yo. ain't they getting that bag? <laughs> yeah, just I I just want to hear uh, you know Wayne Rooney say the word guap yeah. a couple times. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah they should be sucking their <laughs> their ends. <laughs> I hurt my throat. Oh my god! I was just in an episode of Top Boy. <laughs> that that Liverpool accent yeah. can hurt you, buddy. Right? Uh, but no, I mean, but this- also it's CBA's coming up, so he's just throwing. He's leaving the league at the end of the year. He's throwing his homies a little a little. You're yeah. welcome. A he little- got, I mean, he got his bag right yeah he got his guap he's that yeah. what was paid like about five six million dollars yeah like, he's good he's doing fine i mean th- it's a good sign when the the players uh and i think wayne rooney noticed this and and there was a great um article that uh a piece that uh pablo mauer did from the mm-hmm. athletic uh covering uh, uh i believe his name is rory moleda who, who was the his um wayne rooney's uh like assistant like assistant his, that yeah, his go-to exactly uh and and wayne rooney kind of talked about this often where he was just like how like he basically like i'm being paid so much more yeah. than these than my co-workers that it's making me uncomfortable right right <laughs> meanwhile beckham when he played here was like no this feels right <laughs> now no, this no. feels can good we, can we make sure we decrease yeah. their pay because yeah. i just want to feel i want his check too <laughs> you know <laughs> Okay, so uh, I, I, this is obvious, right? Uh-huh. I think everybody knows. You know, if, if you don't know what you know, the the league minimum now, I believe, is about sixty thousand, six, like sixty sixty five thousand. I think it's sixty seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's um, not bad. It's not bad, but if you're a professional athlete, you would assume. It's not enough money to be like, uh, you know, it's not F you money. No. Right? It's not like I'm done. I don't need to respect anybody. Right. <laughs> like, you know how there's like folks that will try to like. Get a player, get him like, oh, get pregnant by an athlete. We good, right? That's not gonna happen. No, no, this is a problem. You're gonna, you're gonna, inc- <laughs> if you get <laughs> no. pregnant by an MLS player, you have to incur their debt. Yeah, and yeah. you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to apply for EBT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get pregnant, and you're immediately like, how are we gonna take care of this family? Damn, you can't even afford a plan B pill. <laughs> they don't take Tam. At the bodega. I don't know where you get a bill. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you got trap baby allocation money? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just I'm more concerned that you don't know where to get plan B pills. Right. <laughs> I'm married, man. <laughs> All right. I mean you yeah. never know. Put it in a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh yes, it's fairly obvious. Uh I, hopefully. <laughs> They sort that out in the, the next collective bargaining. Yeah, this is group. who we're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but the um the, the other uh, player that was uh, Zlatan, Zlatan, who we mentioned already on the show, he uh, said he's the greatest player to ever play in MLS. Yes, and he was uh, which I'm humble guy. Fairly. <laughs> I mean, we don't expect anything uh, less than you know yeah. from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But what what I did have a problem with in the comment was not that he was saying he was the best player in MLS history. Was that what there was a reporter that asked him, uh, "Don't you think you should win like a championship, or at the very least, make it to the goddamn playoffs yeah. uh, before you call a trophy?" <laughs> I feel like if you're the greatest, exactly right. Uh, and he, he his response was, "Where are you from?" He asked the reporter, "Where are you from?" And then he goes. Mexico. And he goes, of course. 
He did the one of like, of what does that even mean? What is this a stereo? Do Mexicans love trophies? Oh, Why is this <laughs> look at this. Another Mexican asking about oh. bedazzled cups. <laughs> Just typical Mexicans wanting people to be yeah. successful in yeah. the sport that they play in. Yeah. Wow. Build that trophy case. Build that trophy case. <laughs> wow. I cannot uh, believe it. You can hear him cheering now. Wow. It's not that even him. It's just hateful rhetoric. Yeah. I'm not even sure that was racist. I'm like, I don't know. How this means it was disrespectful it, and in Hispanic heritage. So <laughs> doesn't he know? Come on, <laughs> this is our month from the 15th to the end of the 14th of the next month. This is all we get. This is an important time for yeah. us. How dare you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> give us our 30 days. <laughs> uh, no, that that was uh, I, we people can have the debate over whether he's. I mean, look, he is one of the greatest players that has ever played. The yes. game, we cannot take away from it. From His individual skill and talent is unquestionable. Right. He, is, he is incredible. To call him the best in MLS history, I think, is does a disservice to the... the the you know the where the league is and where where it's come from you know you, it, it does Latan Ibrahimovic have an MVP trophy named that for him no he does no, not no Landon Donovan Landon does. Donovan does so Landon's like I got an idea of who might be <laughs> you know okay I just, got a suggestion <laughs> you know so too many people have uh, done a, a lot to help the league grow and and uh, to, do you think Slatan gets in the Hall of Fame if he doesn't win a trophy. In the American Soccer Hall of Fame. No. No. Okay. Well, there goes that segment. Quick answer. <laughs> we don't, who needs to argue? <laughs> no, I've just just the fact that great players come here to play does not make them uh, legends in Major League Soccer. They've if there's a, a Hall of Fame for right, the Premier do League, something here to do earn something it. exactly here. And if you if you help support the league and do whatever you can and uh, and obviously uh, bring your talent, that is that is great. But it's it's. To, to get that kind of notoriety or that kind of recognition, you have to, like, do something for American soccer, not yeah. just show not just up. the press conferences. Uh, yeah. Yeah, your quotes don't put, you know. Zlatan's great as far as, far as that, uh, providing Quotable. that fodder. Yeah. Great. But, fodder. Fodder's a good word. You don't hear that often. Yeah, you, you, he, he needs a fodder. That's <laughs> yeah. what he needs. <laughs> I grew up without a fodder. <laughs> Oh, man, MLS has some amazing games. NYCFC yeah. won yet again, top of the East, baby. That's right. So I'm I'm really, you know, again, there, there's always a lot of complaints about, uh, especially towards the end of the season, where people are like, you know, there's no promotional relegation. These games don't matter. Right. But man. Says who? This, is, this has been one of, the, uh, one of the better years of like it being so tight in both conferences. Well, it's also the condensed schedule. It just seems like you don't have to wait too long for like changes to happen. Yeah. So, There's so many games happening. Every couple. Uh, yeah. One, you know, one, you know, victory will take you from eighth place to third or whatever. Especially in the West. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it has just been incredibly, incredibly entertaining. Uh, th- these last cu- uh, couple of weeks, but we should uh, talk about a couple of the matches. So uh, a match I attended and uh, you did not, you were not I able, was not to, able go. to go. Oh, yeah. because you, ha- you had to go to your uh, nephew's soccer game. That's right. I was at my nephew's first soccer game. Okay. How'd that uh, go? Celtic FC is the name of the team. Never right. heard of it before. It's very cool that they came up with their own name. <laughs> uh, people behind me were yelling, go the Celtics. Sure. Here we go. The Celtics. Here we go. I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> It was also behind me was like a Costa Rica family. And they were just like, no, this can't be it. <laughs> Some lady yelled. This is true. Some lady yelled. Anthony, 
Anthony, pick up the ball and throw it. Let's get some points. <laughs> I mean, okay. are, are you? Which way are you looking? <laughs> I love American soccer fans, yeah, yeah. the diehards. Really, These are season ticket holders. That's, <laughs> the, that's the mom ultras. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> mad <laughs> mothers against bad <laughs> soccer. Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, I'm, how was what was the result? Did uh, did he win? His team win? No, they lost six to one. Um, and the only reason it was six to one is because at six goals, apparently it's a rule now. I don't know if this is just New Jersey or whatever, but they say no more goals. So this kid on the other team, amazing. I'm like, I'm his uncle now, you know, <laughs> he's really good. Uh, he would just, he would like, he would break everybody. Yeah. And then he would just kick the ball for a goal kick. Like he would kick it out and he was so frustrated. I'm like, I'm frustrated for him. Meaning he, he would get past everybody, but he but couldn't he get in the goal. No, he would never score on goal because they told him no more, no more. Goals. Oh, cause he was too good. He was too no, good. It was just disrespectful to go above six. I'm like, yo, take it all the way. How am I supposed I want to tell my to- nephew he trash right now? <laughs> I want you to crush my nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one kid on my nephew's team who legitimately, I think, was allergic to the ball. I don't know if the ball's made of peanuts. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But he would get near it, and he would start running alongside the striker. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> and one time the ball came at him, and he got nervous, and then someone else took the ball, and he goes, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> wow. I think what we've learned here is that we should be we should be recapping children's soccer games as like a who who cares about professional soccer? Yeah, Celtics FC. Let's go, <laughs> the Celtics FC. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, professional soccer. First, so one guy yelled, "I don't know anything about soccer. My wife should. She's Peruvian." <laughs> And this woman's just like, leave. Why? Wow, it alone. sounds like he bought her. Yeah. <laughs> I terrible. know, because on the website, <laughs> it said Peruvian. <laughs> I want made and assembled. <laughs> anyway, uh, NYCFC did host uh, the San Jose Earthquakes out in Yankee Stadium. Uh, they win this game two to one. Yeah. Uh, uh, goals uh, from uh, uh, Mitrita, Alexandra Mitrita, and Keaton Parks. Uh, and, and a goal for San Jose from uh, from Chris Wondolowski. San Jose is starting to collapse a little bit. Okay, well. And I, I did say they were going to win MLS Cup, so. <laughs> so apparently, so, poison pill <laughs> if I go for your so, club. Uh, apparently, this is your fault. Uh, but San Jose is still in sixth place uh, well, what, at 44 points. But, you know, FC Dallas is uh, just one at point 43, behind. yeah. 43. So, it can't be dropping points like this. And the the, the main takeaway from this game was uh, this was uh, um, Matias Almeida's first uh, match at Yankee State. Stadium and, and he loved it. The, <laughs> the Yelp said, reviews. Why are we all playing? The Yelp reviews stadiums. were beautiful. Yeah, just glowing. Uh, he he really went in about how this uh, this is not right. Is yeah. it's not basically? I'm paraphrasing. Is that this is not a professional stadium? This yeah. is a, uh, soccer should not be played here. Um, he didn't believe it was the, the 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 dimensions that they had told him. Yes, uh, he was. And Glenn Crooks was like, "I've walked it. I've seen it. It's yeah. seventy by eleven ten. Yeah, or by by one ten. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, he was he was not happy, but yeah. they, I mean, NYCFC down one, uh, and uh, able to come back, and they did. They did I will well. say though, you would assume his system plays really well in this short field. Uh, no, well, apparently I mean, not. They didn't play badly, I, and Dome Torrent, his comments after was where he said that San Jose was the best uh, team they've ever played at Yankee Stadium. So, so uh, they, you know, out, there were no goals in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they did like. They just couldn't get through. And NYCFC, they're super comfortable in that stadium. And when NYCFC started the season with all those draws, everyone was like, oh, no, they stink. Dome out. Remember, there was a lot of Dome out. Yeah. Now people are talking about them being MLS Cup. There's a chance MLS Cup <laughs> we'll is be. hosted hey. at Yankee Stadium. 
I mean, it. I mean, it, it, it. At least it'll be entertaining for how much it will infuriate people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that that that's talking about home field advantage. Yankee Stadium, the future of American soccer. <laughs> Get used to it, buddy. If uh, the men's national team can play in a baseball stadium, <laughs> why can't an MLS club? <laughs> so let's uh, let's also talk about um, LA Galaxy against Sporting Kansas City because I yeah. want to make sure we get to this game uh, uh, seven to two. Right? Nobody saw this. A little rough. Nobody saw this coming. <laughs> I'm surprised that someone's gonna say six goals, no more. <laughs> You're not allowed to score anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I, I heard it from uh, somebody's Peruvian wife. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta call this game. <laughs> she knows the sport. Trust We're not allowed me. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seven to two, a, a hat trick from um, uh, everybody. Zatani Ibrahimovic, a brace for 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 Becky G's boyfriend, okay. Sebastian, Mr. Lige- G, Mr. G. Uh, the main thing I, I watching this game, you have to feel bad for center back for Sporting Kansas City, Graham Smith. Graham he Smith. was getting cooked, eaten. Lo, lo comieron. Yeah, right yeah. It was ridiculous. It was hard to watch. He should not be defending Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Like, I, I, I tap, you know, sometimes it's kind of embarrassing to uh, sub off a center back, right? Like, yeah. You no, they need you, to do it you just for do, him. But you, I just felt bad for Save the Save that man's career. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It was it just a crazy game. It just, oh. They could not stop anybody on the team. No. Uh, but but uh, seven goals for LA Galaxy. Uh, hopefully this puts them on, on the right track. They're in fifth place, so they're 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 getting up there, but they're still two points away from from eighth. Okay, so uh, the, the West, bro, you got to win. The, but the, the playoffs in general uh, are, are are coming soon, and and these last few games, if you're not watching, every weekend the the games are just absolutely intense. Uh, so make sure make sure you check them out. I said uh, San Jose was going to win MLS Cup. Did you ever pick a team? Have you picked a team? I uh, I had I said NYCFC. I think they remember when we were on drinks with Binks. I was drunk, guys. Yeah, right. More like drunk with Binks <laughs> with bunks. But uh, no, I, after oh, they should put bunks in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think um, uh, I, I think LAFC can make it out. I, I don't know, I, but I, I do LAFC's think LAFC fine. They're they're clearly stumbling a to little bit. To win the whole thing, I think the Eastern Conference um, will probably. I think Atlanta or NYCFC might win. Yeah, I, I I'm weirdly, I don't think LAFC is going to. Even do if it. we have to play in LA, I'm worried about LAFC in in the playoffs. Okay, so yeah, that's good. Well, look, we got we got a lot more to talk about, and we're gonna on Thursday, right? On Thursday, exactly. Make sure. Also, we got Felipe Cardenas. Felipe is a writer for the Athletic, a great, great journalist, great dude, friend that played soccer with him. Uh, so he's gonna be on the show. On I've not played soccer Thursday. With him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You've never. Play Play soccer. Soccer. It's not <laughs> happening. Just me and my father. Episode after episode. Bro, we just keep them coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. Two uh, days ago, you were like, that can't possibly be it. I need more in my life. And now here we are again. <laughs> yeah. So people are just in the fetal position when the episode is over. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, oh I my God. It. <laughs> it's, it's the Cooligans detox. That <laughs> hurts. You get the pain. That one day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rough, rough Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, again, w- welcome back. Thank you for for tuning in. Oh, look, we got a little bug in here. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's really excited about the bug. I, I'm easily distracted. Don't worry about it. Uh, Our no, guest is like, what they call me? <laughs> bed bug. Yeah. You know, journalists nowadays, you can't call them but bed bug. No, they get very angry. They get very upset. <laughs> anyway.
Anyway, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians uh, that host a uh, nice little fun so- soccer show. So the funniest soccer podcast is the gulliest soccer podcast. And now it's the funniest and gulliest soccer television show. All right. Shouts and, to you. And we have uh, our, our guest today that Ooh. we have to uh, introduce. Where are they? I don't see nobody on no couch. Okay. No, you, Alexis. We got we got the technology oh, nowadays. Uh, hologram. What are we doing? <laughs> okay, yes, Tupac is yeah. on the show today. Hey, finally, <laughs> yo, why'd you kill Biggie, dude? <laughs> Whoa, okay, yeah, right but, away. <laughs> we make it hot. <laughs> anyway, no, we are we're gonna we're joined by uh, uh, Felipe uh, Cardenas uh, of of the Athletic, uh, and uh, there he is. Look at this. Uh, we can talk to uh, ladies Felipe. and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we can see. I mean, now uh, you can see him too, unless you're trying to put your hands together for the one, the only Felipe. Car- than us what's up baby hey guys happy to be here man what up uh dude thank you uh for joining us on the show but we uh when we were uh in orlando I, I, we were talking after we had uh played pickup i was like yo we gotta we gotta get uh felipe on the show because uh he's a great dude and he also knows atlanta probably better as far as covering covering the team he's one it's of the future migos felipe cardenas <laughs> we, we, everybody That's- knows <laughs> That's how we know. That's who knows Atlanta. Um, Jermaine Dupree comes after him. That's an honor. <laughs> so uh, then outcast. It's me then outcast, right? Oh, okay, there you go. Okay. I forgot about outcast. I'm glad, I'm glad right. we clarified. Uh, Felipe, um, so, so for the people who do not uh, know you, uh, please tell us a little bit about um, uh, your journey at writing for The Athletic and just covering soccer to begin with. Yeah, so I've been with The Athletic, uh, started freelancing in May of last year. So I started covering Atlanta United right at the, like around summertime um, before the World Cup in Russia and uh, been full time with The Athletic since April. And so I think what's great about what the full time writers are allowed to do is that, yeah, we cover the teams like we're beat writers for the MLS teams where, where we live. So in my case, Atlanta United is my beat. I go to train. I, I interview the players. I'm, I'm at the I'm at every match uh, here in Atlanta. You're making um, mate with them. <laughs> uh, I haven't done that yet. I haven't done that yet, but I'm sure it's it's around the corner. I'm a, I'm a coffee guy. You know that. I'm yeah. Colombian. It's all about cafe con leche. It's, yeah, all, it's all that. <laughs> Almost um, as good as Cuban but, coffee. Uh, anyway, you were saying? <laughs> oh, well, fine, fine. Um, but no, I mean, what's what's awesome about the athletic and being part of the team at the athletic soccer uh, is that we're not just confined to our cities. We're national writers. We can chase stories around MLS. Um, I had an awesome opportun- opportunity to go to St. Louis and cover the U.S. men's national team when they face Uruguay. So, that was fun. I think the the assignments are we we sometimes we don't know what's gonna what we can what we're gonna cover because it's all about the pitch and what we want to go after, um, and and it's been great so far. It's been it's been awesome to be part of the team. All right. So, what, uh, do you have a question? Because I, I I want to get into the the Atlanta, you know, the drama. Right? Oh, let's be- do that. Let's okay, do that right because, up top. Uh, Felipe, Off the rip. <laughs> because the beginning of the season, the rough start to uh, uh, CCL, uh, and and then the drama with the uh, De Boer. Everybody was like, oh, you know, wanting to get him out. The players almost revolting. Uh, how, as as a reporter covering the team, how did you sort of navigate through that? Uh, because it did seem like the players themselves were unhappy. with with their coach. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. You know, there, there were some players and some really key players. You're talking about Joseph Martinez, you know, the reigning MVP, the MLS goal scoring leader, record holder, 
uh, who's coming out and saying that he's not happy with the way the team is playing. Um, and, and when I talked to him before it kind of turned into drama, I spoke with him in, I think February or yeah, February right before, right, right after CCL. Um, he was pretty open with me and saying that like he was concerned with the team's mentality and, and the way that they were playing, understanding that they had a new coach and they, that they were playing with a new, within a new system, new ideas, uh, so I think that was the first for me, that was the first time where I heard a player really reveal the, the issues that they were having, you know, considering when they introduced a board, it was like, oh, you know, it's going to be somewhat seamless. Uh, he speaks Spanish, so it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, There's still going to be an attacking team. Uh, and they just really struggled to get to that. And I think the chemistry wasn't there early on. The results weren't there. Uh, and and I think what's what's most interesting about the whole thing is that you know, as a reporter, you know, we, we were listening to the players, they were talking to us. So it wasn't like we were creating something that wasn't there. It wasn't a narrative. Uh, they were answering simple questions with really detailed answers about what they felt should, should be fixed. And I think recently when I spoke with Justin Merrim, the, you know, the new Atlanta United midfielder who was joined the team in May, you know, he let me know that it wasn't just everyone was upset. So it wasn't this, locker room mutiny that was happening there was kind of like one half of the team knew that they play a certain way they wanted to play attacking soccer they wanted to be in a certain formation that allowed their creative players to be more free and then the other half of the locker room if you will was like hey well the coach wants us to do this so they all had to come together including the coaching staff and and compromise and meet in the middle uh and they did and the results have been much better uh ever since end of july how does it how is it now um, inside the locker room? It seems like uh, I think for me, it was the the uh, big win. Um, what was the name of the show? The Campeones Cup. That seemed to be like the first time where I, you could see the team kind of combine um, and unify a little bit. Uh, why don't you mention now sort of what the attitude is? Is it still two sides of the uh, locker room or are they more, uh, you know, unified? No, I think it's it's uh, the team is together. I think they I think they've always it's a good group. I think they get along well. Uh, they, they just have a lot of, and I don't mean this in like a, a bad way. There are some big egos in that locker room, some big personalities, um, that are used to playing a certain way, used to winning. And, you know, when they started to taste defeat and, and poor, you know, consecutive and consistent poor matches, you know, it really didn't settle with the team very well. And so, um, but they, they have veteran guys. They have Brad Guzan in there, Jeff Lorenowitz, you know, Michael Parkhurst, even though he hasn't played much, he's been, you know, somewhat more of a, you know, on off the field leader, a locker room guy. Um, you know, they, they, they know they're a good team. You know, anytime I, I get a chance to talk to Joseph Martinez and I ask him that he knows he's like, he, they know the quality that they have. So I think that was part of the frustration from them. They're like, we're a good team. We've got PT Martinez, Barco, you know, Ezekiel Barco, Joseph Martinez. Just all big names. Hey, don't leave them out. I, <laughs> guys got dreadlocks. You know what I mean? True, true. I, whenever I hear his name said, I hear Felipe Cardenas, but it's not Cardenas. It's There's Car no accent over there. No, it's Cardenas, right? If, am I saying it correctly? There's there an accent over the first A. So it's Cardenas. Cardenas right. Or okay. I thought it was. I thought it was Cardenasti. Oh, <laughs> no, that's like what they, that. That's yeah. what they, that was. His, that was his AIM. <laughs> Cardenasti one hundred and one or something like that. XX. No man, he is pretty nasty. I play him. Uh, play soccer with him. Yeah, dude, dude can ball. Yeah, that that sweet 
exterior goes away when you <laughs> blow the whistle. Felipe, <laughs> I did want to ask about you. Did mention Justin Biram uh, for for a second? Um, yep. What you you wrote uh, an article about him recently uh, on the Athletic, but I, I wanted to, your interactions with him. Uh, it's I, there's a side of Justin Biram that I don't think I've ever seen. I didn't see it in Columbus. I did not see it in Orlando. He is much more. Um, He's an EDM DJ, right? That's what you guys are talking about. <laughs> of course, <laughs> he is um, much more um, uh, jovial and um, ha- having more fun with the game. He Lighthearted. Like, yeah, he looks yeah. like he's definitely having a good time, and uh, he's been making the, the the thing that's most impressive. He constantly makes jokes and trashes Orlando City. Right? Uh, we know he had issues with the team, but what has um, bringing realistically bringing an Orlando City player and and how has he sort of changed the dynamic of the team or and because he's getting minutes so clearly he's fitting in pretty well yeah he he would tell you that he's a goofball like he's a guy that likes to to banter and 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 make jokes in the locker room and so what he told me when we sat down was that you know the guy that you know mls saw at orlando kind of like the guy that was down and wasn't playing well and really in a shell you know is not him at all and i think here in atlanta he's connected with the locker room really well. And he knew guys before he knew Darlington Nagby. Well, he knew Michael Parker as well. Uh, he knew Brooke Shea as well. Uh, and so I think he came in and that was really important for him. Like not just getting playing time, but like coming into an environment where it was going to be a good environment, a competitive one, but one where the locker room was, was unified. Now, ironically it, he get he gets here and he said, t- that's what he told me. He's like, I got here. And like, he was the one that told me about the divided locker room. So um, he was like, again, oh, no, he, not again. <laughs> he probably. probably like, oh, man. Um, but the reason why, you know, it, it's been such night and day for him is because as soon as he started playing and he wasn't even 100 percent match fit, he gets a goal, uh, follows it up, I think, three goals in three games. Uh, and then, you know, once Brooke Shea went down and that left wing back position was wide open, you know, he took it and he owned it and he, he isn't a wing back. You know, he, he, he told, he's been really open about this, that he's learning to play that position because you do have to kind of be defensive as well. And he's not a defensive guy. He's a, he's an attacking winger. So, um, he's done well. He's, he's added like a little bit more creativity on that left wing, which they didn't have early on in the season. Um, it, you know, once it got down to the end line, guys were just kind of like rotating the ball back. And he's a guy that wants to take guys on and, and, and provide some service. So he's been great. I think he's been great for Atlanta United. I know from what the, you know, the, the chats that I've had with him, that he's very happy in Atlanta. Um, and so we'll see what his, what the future holds for him. If he'll be back with the team in 2020. Speaking of uh, Atlanta United, uh, two straight losses, one of which to Justin Miram's old team, uh, the Columbus Crew or Columbus Crew SC. Uh, Philly as well, who was at the top of the Eastern Conference for a while. What's happening with the team? Is this, you know, in MLS, uh, you want to get hot going into the playoffs. They're doing the opposite. What's going on? Yeah, they are, honestly. And then, then, you know, before Columbus, after the Columbus game, DeBoer said that they, they didn't have a good week of practice. Like he knew the team wasn't just wasn't in it. They they were sluggish in, in training and then they were very sluggish against Columbus. And so, you know, kind of going back to what you mentioned about Campeona's Cup, you know, I, I think Atlanta to me is this team is because of the makeup of the players. You know, they've got guys that are used to winning trophies, used to winning championships from previous in, at previous uh, stops on before they got to Atlanta. So PT Martinez, I think he's on trophy number 13 that he's won in his career. Jeez. But the Campeones Cup, it's like they get up for games. They get up for big games. They are a team that tends to play 
to the level of their competition and to the moment. So that's why they, they're, they're good in pressure situations. They tend to be great. Um, so, you know, the Philadelphia game was a big game, but I think they were coming off all of those, you know, cup wins, the open cup, the Campionas you get, cup. You get tired just uh, lit, carrying all they, those trophies. Oh, they're it's heavy. a lot, it's you know, <laughs> and they have to make all those Ikea armoires for the, for the trophies. It's a lot. So, you don't, yeah. you can't blame them. You can't blame I like them. how Felipe waits for us to finish being stupid and then he finishes his answer. <laughs> That's really nice of you, Felipe. Thank you. Not, I mean, hey, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to interrupt two, two comedians. I'm not the comedian here. I did want to um, ask him real quick about uh, uh, Pete Martinez, right? Uh, he's been yeah. it's just this weird, uh, to me, kind of melodramatic time in MLS. Sure. I don't understand if he's happy here. I don't know if he regrets coming here. I mean, he, he you know, he has a tough time sometimes maybe having chemistry. Sometimes he's banging these golazos. All-star game, he's back. He can't even find the net. How is how is he doing? There's no other better question. Well, how is he doing Does here? Does he need a hug from us? <laughs> we would be happy to hug him. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he, I, he could probably be out from you guys. Uh, you know, he, he struggled. He was open about that, too. He was self-critical early on that he wasn't playing well and he was kind of getting used to everything that, you know, the new environment, you know, even even having reporters in the locker room was a shock to him about MLS. So, you know, a lot of just culture shock for him and, and then him having the putting pressure on himself to to perform. But was it a shock then for him that the fans aren't trying to knife the front office? You know, was it, was it, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that at least. Yeah, he, he's probably like, where are the ultras? There are no yeah. ultras. There are you know, no guys with no guys without t-shirts, like you know, right. topless in games or anything like that. Jail so no tattoos on their neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I think he's come. He's he's getting better, and he has a, a ton of quality. His his teammates say that you know he he displays it in training um, but i think he's one of those players that just puts pressure on himself to to perform and uh you know he's the kind of guy that you just give him time give him space give him you know get him a little bit more comfortable with the players around him and he and he'll deliver but whether he's you know 100 committed to the team yes like i guarantee you know the guy is a competitor he's committed to Atlanta United and, and winning something this year. And, and he was one of the guys that was out there talking trash to like, he later said it wasn't directly to club America, but when, when they, when he was asked if, you know, who's going to win that Campionas cup, he was like, it's going to be us. Like we're going to be club America. So he's, he is that type of, of, of athlete that is, isn't shy about, about, you know, being professionally arrogant and, and, and speaking his mind. Um, is he happy? You know, I don't know. He says he is. And so, you know, I'll, I'll tend to believe him, but, um, you know, I think he's a player that wants to do more. He wants to be, he wants to accomplish a lot more than, than what he could possibly accomplish here in MLS. I, I know it's important to him, but I think he's a guy that, would like to be in Europe sooner than later. You wrote an article uh, that was really great about sort of their lack of identity uh, versus Uruguay. Um, as fans of men's national team, we get a little frustrated. We hear people like, you know, uh, Triple G saying things like, oh, no, we, we saw progress. And the fans are like, were you watching a different game? You know, why don't you talk a little bit about someone like yourself who understands the game at a very different level than we do. What are your feelings right now on the men's national team um, and, and it's sort of its progression towards the next World Cup? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand Greg Berhalter's process and like being there and being close to them and asking questions, you know, of the manager and him responding like I, I understand what he's doing. It's it's not a quick fix. It's not something that um, the team is just going to all of a sudden start playing attractive soccer in their third game. 
Uh, and so, yeah, I think as a, from the fans' perspective, they want to see results. They want the team to win. They they want the team to beat Mexico when they play, you know, their their biggest rival. And Greg Berhalter just wants to see progress. He wants to see the players understanding the system better. He wants to see certain players in different roles and then make big decisions on who he's going to keep going forward. So that was my takeaway from, from covering that team is that he's still trying to understand and evaluate the talent that he has. Um, he's also selling it really hard that like he believes in it. He believes in the system. He believes in his players. You know, I think a lot, a lot of us like, that report on the team and even fans are, are questioning whether this is the right talent pool to, to institute and, you know, incorporate this new sort of like possession based attractive soccer. So uh, yeah, I think the, the identity piece is a big one because for, for years, for decades, really the U S has had an identity. You know, they're a team that relies on athleticism, skill, uh, counters, um, transition, good, great goalkeeping, and some really like key individual players that can make a difference. Like, you know, teams in South America, teams in Europe, like in the early two thousands and even in the nineties, like they did not want to play the U S because they knew they were going to get a team that like never quit, that never stopped running. That was very athletic. That was fit. And that could beat you, you know, in a game that you weren't prepared for. And so now they're shifting to this very, you know, open book type of identity is that we're going to do this in every match and we're going to adjust accordingly. And it's, it's hard. And you look at Uruguay, you know, to your point to the piece, they're, they're a team that has had the same identity for a very long time and they're very successful with it. So it's going to take a while. I think, I think the U S is in a tough spot right now. You know, I don't think they're that great of a team and the teams around them and CONCACAF are getting better. And it's going to be, it's going to be tough, a tough go in world cup qualifying. And, but I, I guess the only thing that's weird to me is Greg Berhalter's sort of response to the criticism, right? We, after the Mexico game, he sort of, uh, he kind of reportedly got a little, a little annoyed with uh, a, a journalist that was asking questions. Is that like, it's starting to feel towards like the, the end of the Klinsman era, where he's just like, you know, you guys don't, you don't understand this. Yeah. Sport. <laughs> you don't even speak German. You know? <laughs> so, so it's getting a little, it's a little strange to me um, that that's a, this is already the response that there isn't, I think he, he sort of expects maybe some more patience, but it, it, and maybe this is not Burl to far, but it's like that year gap that we had, that we had an interim manager. Yeah. What it, it, now all that pressure's on him because we sort of expect to be further along. But do you think Burhalter's sort of, handling this correctly with with media well you know i think he felt the pressure you know after a, a second consecutive loss to mexico and kind of getting peppered with questions about progress in the system and the players and so he reacted um you know it, it's you're right it's not it's not necessarily his fault the fact that they did not qualify for the last world cup and that he happens to be the coach that's coming in after a massive, massive disappointment. Um, and so that's part of it. That, that makes every decision that he makes. And anytime he speaks to the press, it really magnifies his answers because we're, you know, the U S is coming from a place of failure. And so, uh, it's a tough position to be in. Like, sometimes I'm like, wow, I would not want to be Greg Berhalter right now, but you know, he is, you know, in comparison to Klinsman and I didn't cover Klinsman. So I don't know this, you know, personally, but I, I tend to think that, you know, Greg Berhalter is much more of a tactician than maybe, Jurgen Klinsman was, you know, at the end, at the end of the Klinsman era, that those things started to come out about a confusion tactically. And I don't, I'm not getting that yet, you know, from even from players. And I think Greg Berhalter is very sure of what he wants to teach. Uh, it's just a matter of execution. And to your point, it's the fact that 
U.S. fans are just very angry with the process and the way that he was hired. Yeah, it's tough being Jay, uh, uh, Greg Berhalter, but it's yeah. the best job has to be Jay Berhalter. Jay Berhalter. <laughs> Always getting promoted. It would be a great job. Yeah, he's like, my brother's not doing well. All right, I'll take more money. You know, <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. But anyway, I did also want to ask you, because it, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, I wanted to make sure, uh, because this has been a subject that's actually, uh, we get a lot of questions about uh, on Twitter. People think we know stuff. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. <laughs> Do not ask us questions. But Atlanta United fans tend to get very frustrated that the Atlanta United does not have like a, a Spanish uh, Twitter account or, or Spanish social media uh, and just and- hire Siempre United. <laughs> They're already doing it. <laughs> That's an option. Um, what What is th- that Latin sort of, uh, because the team is obviously very uh, uh, South American, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of culture and a lot of uh, Spanish influence. What What does that mean sort of to Atlanta and, and what and the, the connection between Atlanta United and the La- Latino community? Yeah, I think it's a very important part of of really the the DNA of the team. You know, it started with the players. It started with Tata Martino. The fact that you had uh, a predominantly Spanish speaking locker room, and then they were very successful, and you know, they were big personalities. You know, everyone loved Tata. Everyone loved Miguel Almiron. Uh, right away, Tito Villalba became a fan favorite. Uh, and so these players came in and, and, and the fans, every fan, every fan, whether they're white, black, uh, gay, straight, you know, here in Atlanta, everyone just really loves this team. Um, but to your point about like the Latino community, there is a budding Latino community that's starting to kind of come out, you know, and, and talk about, um, that they, that they support Atlanta United too. Remember Latinos usually have a team already, you know, they're coming from, you know, they're, if, if they're Mexican, you know, they, they will, they'll cover, you know, they're a big fan of, of someone in Liga MX. If you're like me in Colombia, like you have a, you have your squad. And so I think Atlanta had to, you know, they, they had to win them over, you know, Atlanta had to prove to the Latino community, like, Hey, we we're worth your follow. We're going to be good. We're, we're playing well. And look, we have these players. And so I think it's worked out, you know, pretty magnificently as a brand they're they're attracting a lot of different um you know latino families young old everyone is 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 here to to watch these teams but to your point about digital yeah like i think that's something that's missing i think they they could they could connect in that way as well it's not like the fans latino fans aren't on social media um and especially you know bilingual bicultural latinos you know that are that consume media in english and spanish that watch soccer all the time from all over the world. And MLS is still kind of this league that I'm not saying they're not sure about, but they're intrigued with, they're really intrigued about MLS and the future of it. So, you know, I think it would be smart for a club and a brand like Atlanta United to, to think about that and do what other clubs do in MLS, have a Spanish language, you know, Twitter account at the very least, um, and continue to push out content that, that, that speaks to that audience. Or they could be the first one to have a Spanglish account. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Absolutely. You already yeah. saw me. <laughs> you know? Well, listen, believe me, it's been an absolute uh, honor having you on our show. Where could the fans find you? Well, follow me on Twitter at Felipe Carr. And then, of course, follow The Athletic Soccer at The Athletic SCCR on Twitter. Uh, check out all our news from all our writers. And, uh, yeah, we're always there. We're always willing to you know, comment, jump in the comment section, talk to the fans. Um, and obviously on Twitter, we're always there. So check us out. That's right. So they're reading the comments and so we got more. We're cool again. <laughs> when we get back. All right. 
Well, welcome back. Thank you again, uh, Felipe, for for doing the show. What huh? a wonderful guest Felipe is, huh? He's like what a great human. We're just a great human being. I mean, that's the only people we have on this show is good people to balance out how terrible we both are. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we say, hey, let me look at your criminal record before you come on the show. No, it looks too similar to ours. Hey, sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can I help you? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's only so much of that on Fubo we're allowed to have. <laughs> so, uh, but again, thank you, uh, uh, Felipe. I hope I. United fans uh, enjoyed that. So yeah. um, let's uh, uh, talk about a couple other uh, things. There were a couple matches um, in MLS over the over the weekend um, that I wanted to get to because a couple notable things happened. But we, we should talk about the match between uh, the Seattle Sounders and the New York Red Bulls. That's right. Uh, this over at CenturyLink Field. Uh, Who can hold on to a two-goal lead? <laughs> can anybody? <laughs> no, nobody's interested, right? Uh, but uh, incredibly entertaining game. Uh, you know, initially you, I mean, both of these teams need points, right? Especially like what, you know, Western Com- in the in the Western Conference for Seattle and in the Eastern Conference for the Red Bulls. Every point is absolutely crucial, and I, I would say the Red Bulls have a little bit more leeway than uh, than the Sounders did. I mean, they're four points away right now because of that loss. They're four points out of the play. I mean, four points above the line. Above the line. Yeah. yeah. No, one point above the line. No, yeah, you're right. Four points above the line. Okay. Math isn't my strong point. <laughs> We've covered that. Neither are words. Really. Just let me let me play video games. You know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting thing to see, especially. You know, since we've been following the Rebels as closely as we have the last, you know, like four or five years. Right. Uh, they've never really been a team that's been in much disarray. Obviously, always like sort of like underachieving because the fan base wants an, an MLS Cup and they yeah. want some. Ref- they've gotten they've gotten supporter shield. Supporter shield, but they are a consistent team they've also never felt like they were floundering at any point like i always remember when the rebels would get bumped out of the playoffs it seemed like a big loss for them it didn't seem like they didn't rise to the occasion yeah uh and you know you we're sort of used to like you know metro twitter is always yeah. is like uh, we're, we're sort of uh, we accept that like there's n- nothing's ever good enough right yeah, it's no. just like we <laughs> just be mad even if right. with support you'd be holding the supporter shield and be like i, I hate this team i'm if, not happy with this team if the rebels win i'm Last cup, they'll be upset about where the parade is. You know what I mean? That's just that fan base. It's just, I just how it is. Which yeah, is, which is fine. Um, They've waited a long time. It makes sense. <laughs> but the fact uh, that that this these last couple games, uh, you know, I would say even probably starting with the, the Hudson River Derby, uh, there is this like there's more of this armist out. Blow it all up. Start over. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, ha- Hamlin, Hamlet, Hamlet. Yeah. The 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 president of the team. Like everybody's just like everybody gone. Everybody gone. Which well, is I mean, just seems, seems a bit aggressive. They just seem somewhat ill prepared. These last few matches, especially against Seattle, which Seattle absolutely needed it. But to go down four two, I mean that's a that's a big. You know what? This is why I think the Rebels are having the issues that they're having. I think not um, selling. Aaron Long, I think he's like not happy. I think, you know, t- for that move to Europe, well, how old is he? Like 20? I mean, he scored a header. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, so that, you think that mullet is a protest mullet? I, th- <laughs> I think it might be. I think there there's issues with the team, uh, with, with Kaku and, and the issues that he was having, like not really playing well, maybe making the comments about going to play in Mexico. Bradley, right. Philip looked unhappy that he wasn't starting. Exactly. Uh, so I think there's a little bit of turmoil that we're not used to. We haven't been uh, sort of accustomed to in the last couple of years. Uh, but one thing 
I did want to mention about this particular game was the uh, the Emerald uh, Emerald City uh, supporters, supporters uh, the the supporters uh, club uh, for uh, you know Seattle, for, Sounders. For Seattle Sounders. They they uh, did a they protested and they did a walkout. They did a walkout because one of the the, the, the president of the supporters group uh, was kicked out for flying the Iron Front uh, flag. And uh, once again, we have to talk about this. Yeah. We don't want to have to talk about it, okay? We don't want fans to get kicked out for, you know, being against bad people, okay? Yeah. Um, we understand that the league has said they want to be apolitical. There did seem a moment where, like, oh, okay, maybe some pressure, and they'll realize they are in their ways. Like, nah, no, no, everybody no. getting kicked out. <laughs> They're calling a bus, guys. <laughs> Everybody's getting kicked out. It's just, it's frustrating. I mean, look, but this is a good move, I think, for from, uh, you know, from the MLS supporter kind of perspective. And then uh, to, to... This is a, a character building for American is, you, soccer We see supporters. this in Europe all the time, yeah. you know? I mean, this happened... The everybody last, was cool when, when Liverpool fans walked out Liverpool. because they were going to raise the ticket price and people are giving uh you know seattle supporters uh problems because they walked out you know because they can't fly a flag that they want which isn't negative in any way shape or form like i don't understand what the issues are yeah you know i mean look and we yeah we can't uh, keep talking about the same exact subject right. but we they- showed a little support by putting the pizza one up you know exactly. what I mean? that's our Hopefully thing that was cool you yeah. guys are watching it you guys are looking <laughs> at it so uh look and there's no pineapple on that pizza shouts to that's, us that is that is crucial yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes if there was pineapple on it then that's an offensive symbol that shouldn't right. be fl- flown anywhere that's just a pineapple on a pizza alone that alone <laughs> <laughs> right there illegal um look it, this stuff is um it, it's frustrating um you know uh, i've been hearing from uh, from my sources yeah i got sources yeah you want that. actually he, he just reads the source magazine it's old <laughs> old ones okay but what they tell you what, I, just, I just got a stack Biggie's of, new album I, <laughs> it got four mics yeah <laughs> not, bad. not bad i just got a stack of uh source and double xls <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's where i get my soccer news i got a couple of vibes <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm still on jet. Now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Doing the crossword puzzle. <laughs> no, just this stuff is um, uh, it, again frustrating. But I, I have been hearing that there there are talks with MLS. Like everybody's in this weird position where it's like the cl- the teams themselves they're playing the, chicken. The supporters, uh, uh, the, the front of the league, and nobody like nobody agree. There's not anyone to like outvote anybody no. like everybody has like their own it's those scenes where three people have guns pointed at each other you know what i mean they're like you shoot it's like from we don't know who's yeah. gonna- <laughs> we'll have more when we get back after this yeah we are back oh man uh you know the playoffs are are starting to, to sort of set a little bit we've talked about a bunch of the teams that have uh that have started making a little bit of a move Orlando versus uh, New England. One team I'm surprised is still in the playoff picture, but that's the Bruce Arena bump, yo. That's that Brooklyn Bruce bump. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that that you can't. That's not like uh, in you know a, a, st- a statistic that people can really. Uh, you can't find that. You can't put it on a chart. <laughs> you can't. So it's difficult yeah. uh, uh, to sort of have any. How do you quantify it? Exactly. Uh, but Orlando and New England, and and I love these these games, uh, especially when when two teams. You know, the the announcer they were calling it a six point game. How do you feel about those six point matches? Do you, some people are annoyed by that term. Yeah, so do I. Uh, okay. Let's just, can we just make it a soccer game? Why do we have to make everything <laughs> into like an American football game, even though they're, you know, they play in Gillette, you know what I mean? Okay. 
Uh, but this game, this was in Orlando. This was in Orlando, but they need both teams uh, just desperately, desperately needing three points. And you feel it. You feel it as you're watching the game. It's like, uh, again, any of these complaints of like games that don't matter and that the only thing that, you know, a team could ever, uh, you know, show any fight is for, uh, you know, to not get relegated, which is like, it's clearly not the, the exclusively the case, right? To, it's also so frustrating to watch Orlando because like if you were to write the names down, you'd be like, all right, there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. And M- Matt Doyle had the hilarious tweet where someone was like, oh, one player leaves and it looks good, but you can't name any more weak. Yeah. And then he just has like two tweets full of players <laughs> like who are just playing ex- extremely well outside of Orlando. Yeah. It, Orlando's so fr- I mean, I, the fans probably more frustrated than we are, um, but watching them play. You're just like, why can't you put this together? <laughs> but but watching, honestly, both teams, right? You, we, we definitely did not expect this kind of improvement or this much of a turnaround for uh, for New England Revolution, right? We, no, we of just, course not. We just saw like them uh, struggling, and it was like, is oh, Bruce Arena this good, or was uh, Brad Friedel that bad? <laughs> that's a good, it's a good question. It might be both. <laughs> so wait, didn't he tell me I have to jog? <laughs> I should exercise more. Did he fat shame you? Yeah, did Brad. Brad Friedel, remember when we interviewed him at the Hall of Fame? All right, I just I don't want to speculate. I just want to make sure that no, he did. So <laughs> that's what you get, bro. Bruce was like, "You look great, right <laughs> you're looking real cute." I, I, I like what I see. T H I C C. Very impressed uh, with Alexis's goodies. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it brings all the coaches to the yard. <laughs> so the um, so yeah, that that is a, a, kind of a fair question right it was sort of a a concern when we saw um we saw new england play against minnesota they ended up they they won that game that was one of frito's uh you know final games but this match like uh uh the skill is and that and that was kind of the biggest part i did not expect this much sort of sauce from uh from new england right What's that? Carlos Hill? How do you pronounce his Ka- last name? Carlos Hill and uh, and Gustavo Bo. Yo, yo, both Gustavo. Th- whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> because he, who did he nutmeg? He nutmegged the dude before they uh, they got the goal. I forgot it who it was. Wild disrespectful. But that is the you, you just like you, all right, New England. Okay, Hi, flex a little on Hi, Boston clam chowder. Uh, I didn't <laughs> expect all this. Damn, how you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> um, but incredibly entertaining game. And then I, when whenever I saw Orlando come back, right? You know when they when they equalized again. With the goal from Nani, right, yeah. and then the 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 he got two goals, right. The goal from Dom Dwyer, which is it's good to see him score, right? I forgot his. I forgot he existed. <laughs> okay, um, I thought he was a full time dad at this yeah, point. He's yeah. a nanny. He's an influencer. <laughs> I didn't know he was. But I'm glad he's yeah. he's scoring because he's a, a a good player. But every time you saw these spectacular goals from Orlando, I just felt like they they. It's just like they don't. Oh, it's almost like the offense doesn't deserve the defense that they have. Yeah. You know what I mean? The mistakes that they make is just like, yo, it's it's so frustrating. So you see how hard they're working up there? <laughs> All right. You Bruh. see Nani doing like Kroitor, Kroitor. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yo, is this a game of FIFA? I, Dude is going, what? Is Nani dizzy? <laughs> because I'm dizzy just watching I know the him. defender is. <laughs> but I mean, and Nani had a game, one of the better games he's had this year uh but he's really carrying uh this team and again we we have every time the the uh, there's a big signing 
you know, retirement league this, retirement league that. But Nani, and, and to his credit, I did not expect him to to own uh, and captain this team as much as he really has. And and you saw it, I think, in, in during All-Star Week where he was like, yo, this is I'm, I'm about this city and I'm going to do my best to, to help, help this team be successful. Yeah, it seems like he's sort of taking it on, but there's only so much he can do. He can't will the team to win every week on his own. Yeah. Especially I mean, when you have a coach that doesn't... <laughs> Seem to have the same effort being put in. Uh, it's, I don't. I don't want to completely blame James O'Connor, but it seems like this is going to fall on his lap. No. Yeah, I mean, what what is um, if Orlando City do not make the playoffs? Uh, what what do you think it looks like in twenty twenty? Do they keep the coach? No. You don't think so? No. I can't. What's the what's the excuse you have to yeah, keep him? That's true. I mean, but he hasn't been he you know, it's not a Heath. He wasn't Adrian Heath uh, uh like his tenure. It, it seems like the locker room Minnesota's the, doing pretty good too. So he was like, I wasn't me. Yeah, oh uh, in sure. the water. <laughs> sure. In the swamp water. <laughs> uh I don't know. I, I feel like they give him another shot. Uh, he it hasn't been terrible, terrible. You know what I mean? It's just it's just been uh, not not reaching, just underachieving. They're thirty six points. They're in tenth place. They can that hasn't been terrible. Terrible with Nani. I mean, it's, they don't get too terrible. They've been terrible. They haven't been terrible. Terrible. All right, you don't get two of them. You get one <laughs> yeah, terrible. FC four mics <laughs> and one terrible. FC Cincinnati. That's terrible. Terrible. I, they're not even in MLS still. <laughs> They're still, they're like, nah, you guys go ahead. We'll figure this out next year. <laughs> no, but they, uh, yeah, I think, I think they give them another shot. Orlando, they're not a, they're not a terrible team. And I think the, the energy looks a little bit different with the the players that they were. Tesho, you know, they, they, it's, it's a little bit more they have optimistic. too much skill for the results they're getting. We'll talk more about it when we get back. All right. Let's go and talk a little bit about the Philadelphia Union. Ooh. Because the, honestly, I think the Philadelphia... For the second time, right? The Philadelphia, I think the Philadelphia Union, uh, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I, I've never had a hot take in my life. No. Okay. All right. I, I won't even eat a hot take. You won't eat a hot cake. <laughs> never mind a hot take. <laughs> so um, I think, especially this second half, I, I would say after the All-Star break, Philadelphia Union are the, I, I would say arguably the most exciting team uh, to watch or support in American soccer. I feel like all I was going to say it's the most exciting team to watch their support because the fan base is amazing. They're, remember, we were like people were worried that fans weren't going to come out. Yeah. Dude, every game is late. Well, the, yes. Yeah. I, I, the last couple of weeks, Thailand Energy Stadium has been unbelievably rocking. Yeah. We're almost to the point where it, it's so full that I'm like, I think they, they didn't expect that many people to be there. Now there's like safety concerns. You know right. what I mean? Like it seems everybody like, oh, so all the seats? <laughs> We're just going to have someone in every one of these seats? Because all you hear now uh, from the local broadcast, uh, JP uh, Della Camera and, and Tommy Smith are always like, it is so loud. It is rocking in here. Like, yeah. it's just like, they were like worried that yeah. something's going to happen. <laughs> They're like, yeah, can we get, can we get like an EMT nearby? Is that possible? They, they're just clearly concerned. Dude, the place erupted on Casper's header that looked yeah. like it was going to get stopped. Yeah. That, the place went ballistic. I'm like, yo, I kind of wish I was there to see that. Yeah. Uh, and we we have to go uh, to a game soon. A lot of people When's have When's the been, game against NYCFC? October we're going to miss that, right? October 6th. No, no, no we're, we we'll be, be here. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we're going to try to go. We've been getting some tweets. I the, Some Philly fans. Some of them. Uh, uh, the, the goons. The wooters. Yeah. The wooters. <laughs> you know? The fans. <laughs> 
<laughs> they've been getting, they've been hitting us up. But uh, we have to talk about the, the their match against LAFC, which is a a, a huge game, massive game. That both teams really, really, uh, I, I wouldn't say really wanted to win. I mean, Philadelphia but Union, it's the top of each division, it, right? Top of each, or each conference, I should say. At the at the time, right? Yeah. Or no, Philadelphia was, I believe, in second uh, uh, during uh, by, by the time this game happened. But both teams, uh, LAFC is almost like this. They're, they're kind of finding themselves again after uh, 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 Carlos Vela recovering from uh, from the yeah. hamstring injury, a quad injury. I don't remember. But the Philadelphia Union, and I love the again. We always shout out Philadelphia Union, uh, the the social media because they're always like they, they were posting a lot of stuff the about and butthead stuff, all this yeah, stuff. But they were great. posting about how, um, you know, like we're, wait, we're waiting for you, LAFC. Yeah. You know, like not for just a little not friendly. Not talking trash, but like, go ahead. Hey, we, like, made, we made a we space it, for you. We get it. You're 86 points ahead of yeah. the second place <laughs> yeah. team. But. You probably mad relaxed out there, but welcome <laughs> to the East where it gets a little, a little grimy. Exactly. And, and you know, even speaking to that, LAFC, is, they don't have a lock on the supporter shield. NYCFC, I believe, is seven points back. Yeah. From uh, from a supporter shield, which uh, is probably not going to happen, but if there's mathematically, it's still possible. Yeah, and LAFC, if they look, if they keep dropping points, any anything could happen. Uh, NYCFC has a, a couple tough games on the road, but it's yeah, just LAFC is at it sixty-four points. NYCFC is at fifty-seven. LAFC is not sort of as do- they haven't dominated, or it's not as dominant as it sort of has been feeling throughout the year. No, no, no. They've had some slip ups, and they lost um, at uh, at Philadelphia, which is huge. No, no, they, they drew. drew. I'm they sorry, drew. they drew they dropped points. They dropped those two points. Which is still huge. I mean, especially if you're Philadelphia has one of those, it feels like the Union are a fun team to watch and they find ways to win the game. But you never you I I'm not the type of person that goes in with confidence to say, yeah, Philly's gonna win this game. But they always seem to pull it out. Yeah. And they're getting amazing play from like Fafa Picot. They're getting incredible play from Casper. They're getting incredible play from their midfield. It's just and then you've got Marco Fabian who just comes in. I'm not in the Marco Fabian. What's his name? Um El Cino El Cino. comes in. Yeah, we actually should talk about Marco Fabian, who did not uh dress for this game because yeah. he was apparently late for a meet a team meeting and Jim Curtin uh, cut him. He didn't. He didn't put him in the lineup. Curtin don't play, dude. Curtin don't get putting curtains on yeah, you. Dog. He go. He go. He go. I was gonna say blind you, but he's not gonna do that. He's not. <laughs> okay, we gotta we gotta go to blinds to go and yeah, find other got, other puns at different puns. times. He's gonna vertical blind you. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, but again, we we do have to uh, go out uh, to Philly to to, to catch uh, just to, to experience that because it's uh, th- these last couple of weeks have been just incredible. The turn uh, the turnaround from the, the team itself, but the the you could, and this is where it's clear that when a team when the teams you know the, the the fan base supports the team, they play better. They play better. Or when the team starts to interact or engage with the Cooligans on social media. Okay, so if you guys, this is the winning ticket, right? <laughs> we are, we're the lack of, we're the opposite of a poison pill. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> Blinds mean, to go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's the opposite of a poison pill is just healthy food. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Ew, I wasn't going to say that. Nutrients? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it a smoothie? <laughs> I don't know. Are we the smoothie yeah. of, uh, <laughs> of soccer? Yeah. We're like the cocaine. Right? <laughs> we get you all excited. Maybe me, you take a poop. Who knows? I don't know. But then you then you get a documentary made after you and Maradona is getting it. <laughs> yeah. So it's all working. Which out. we're invited to and we can't go. We can't go to that to the premiere. Uh, what are you gonna do? It happens. All special right. Special screening. We have uh we have lives, you know. I'm going to, I'm going away. I'm going to Japan. That's right, and I'm going to Montreal. Okay. Equal. 
pretty even. Same exact place. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the shows are still happening, so you'll see us. Yeah, no, you'll, don't worry about it. We'll still be here. We're not going anywhere. Uh, so, yeah, look, uh, again, Philly and L.A., uh, two two places that we both have, we have to make sure to visit. We've had a, a, a crazy year. I've said it. If the two L.A. teams play in the playoffs, we're going. We have to go. Okay. Are we even going to be able to get a ticket? This, uh, <laughs> I don't, we'll sneak in. We'll be all right. <laughs> Well, thank you again to everybody for tuning in and watching and listening. We appreciate you very Using much. All your senses. We're gonna we're gonna get smell a vision. We're gonna get touch a vision. The woman poking you in the side. We make, let's get consent a vision first. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's important. Get, Look, yeah. I don't even have bro. Mad disrespectful. Let's make sure we do that. Uh, thank you again, uh, Felipe uh, Cadenas, for uh, joining us on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure Cadenas you, say his name. Cadenas. Right. Uh, Cadenas. Cadenas. No, Cardenas. Cardenasty. <laughs> Let's get it. Uh, so thank you, man. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you follow him and, and, and read The Athletic. Uh, we have a, a, a subscription to it. Uh, it's awesome. The articles there. Are- That's right. We share one, though, because we're not trying to give you all that money. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying to be That's- a little cheapy. <laughs> we're going to give you best friend our password. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely. And also, if you want other guests, let us know who. Tweet at us. Let us know at Soccer Cooligans yeah, who you want us to have on the show. Thank- yes. Uh, and make sure you uh, follow us at Soccer Cooligans. Uh, uh, you see our little thing yeah, dude, in the, it's, it's on the bottom. show somewhere who knows uh, at, at Chris Polanco at not Alexis um, and uh, yeah we and we appreciate you experiencing this whole Fubo uh, experience two with weeks, us baby, two four weeks baby two episodes wild uh, so, um, uh, so th- yeah, that's it. Yeah, and thank you. And of course, join Gully Squad if you got a time. Go to soccercooligans.com oh, yeah. slash Gully Squad. I that's right. Show the support. Uh, and and make sure to follow Fubo Fubo TV. All right. Yeah, they, please follow. They Fubo. love that. So, also, so with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cooligans!